Ware and Rima, 7 till 9, <laughs> News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. <laughs> what you laughing at? I, 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 I just, you know, we comment on the stupidity of what's going on in our world, and we got, we got some stories that'll feed directly into that this morning, but I'm just, I'm just listening to that text.com commercial. Make sure when you cross the street, you look both ways, to the left and to the right before you step out. We have to, to the have, left and the right. We oh. have to have commercials, Sean. We have to have commercials to, reminding people before you step into the street, look both. Didn't your mama and daddy teach you that when Did, you were like well, two? I was going to say, man, like I've, I've known that since I was like three or four years of age. <laughs> Now, grown-ass adults need that to, to, to be told. That's funny. Well, well you, know, you, know. you know what it is. <laughs> Quit looking at your cell phone when you're crossing the street. That's what that is because well, that's what people are doing. Anyway. See, people walk down. They, they, they fall down manholes, okay, looking at their phone. <laughs> I know, trip into fountains. You know, my God. <laughs> uh, How are you? <laughs> I'm good, man. How are you? Not too bad. Yeah. Not too bad for a Tuesday. We uh, The U.S. <laughs> supposedly allegedly killed uh, terrorist al-Zawahiri, not Zawawi. Uh, as the uh, press, <laughs> I killed Zawawi last night. I got Zawawi. him. I, I killed. You know, uh, I, I'm sure you watched Joe uh, give that announcement last night, and uh, COVID's the least of his worries, man. That guy is woo. Ah. Yeah, he's he's slipping, man. He's slipping real fast. Nah. I, you know, I I honestly believe a lot of this COVID stuff is is more to keep him out of sight, man. I mean, they they just he, he he's a disaster every time he gets in front of a camera. I've been saying that all morning. They got him locked up in the basement again. They don't want him in the midterms. They want him out no. of the way. Well, remember the last few days of his campaign, last few weeks, he, he was out of sight, man. Yeah, they're doing the same thing now, man. They want him in the basement through November. You bet. Because he can barely form a sentence at this point. I mean, it's it's really embarrassing. Well, but, and they've got this new narrative out there that you know Brett, Brett Bear put out last night on the conservative Fox News channel. That man, he's had an incredible two weeks. This guy's the new Reagan. What? Oh yeah, I, I saw that. I was like, oh come on, Brett, get a grip on yourself, man. What, oh yeah, what great two weeks. He's had a great two weeks, and this puts a cap on an awesome two weeks. And now they've got all these people all over that are talking about how he's Joe Biden's the new Reagan. Oh, come on. I heard that. I'm like, stop it. Just stop. One drone strike, and he's Reagan. That's great, man. Um, what, what else did Brett Bear? Because I didn't see that. I read about it. But what else did he say has been so great over the past two weeks? That's been it. He's, he's been talking that's about it? this new, well, this new Manchin thing that Joe Manchin and Chuck Schumer put together, which is nothing than build, bed, build back better uh, light, you know. Right, and, uh, right. And so, you know, it, it steals from the American people and gives to Joe's friends in China. That's all this thing is going to do. But somehow Brett thinks that that's an incredible legislative accomplishment. It's a wonderful legislative accomplishment. It's amazing that he's been able to put this, uh, pull this off. And it's, it's a great two weeks this man has had. A great two weeks. Yeah, well, you know, the, the anti-inflation bill, as far as what I've been reading, is going to have the opposite effect. Yep. You know, we're in a freaking recession, and he's talking about an, an administration that doesn't even want to admit that. They don't even want to admit that we're act. No, we're not. It's like a bad Monty Python sketch. We're in a recession. No, we're not. You know, well, yeah, we sort of are. And now you want to spend billions more dollars. That That's great. That sounds like an excellent plan. So we, the United States, allegedly, supposedly killed this terrorist, Al-Zawahiri, is how you say his name. Uh, yes, of course, I'm skeptical. I'm skeptical. You know, why should I believe this administration? Maybe they did. Maybe they didn't kill this guy. I don't know. I've been looking at the cartoon drawings, though, that the administration put out, and uh, it's a little hard to believe that this guy is on the roof of this house over in the corner, out in the wide open, standing there all by himself. I mean, the dude is 71. He was ill. Nobody was listening to him anyway. But uh, he supposedly, as one of the most hunted men on the planet, put himself way out in the wide open on top of a roof uh. on top of a roof <laughs> okay it, all right it's a it's a little odd i mean uh, i you know i don't know i, I kind of go with uh lindsey graham on this that it, it, if they got him that's great you know but at the same time it, it also kind of doesn't bode well for what's going on in afghanistan that he would have been in kabul which means al qaeda is uh, is back uh, you got this old guy and certainly he needed to be got if they got him like you said i mean it's, everything was with a big, big old grain of salt but you know the, the the larger problem is we still have americans there and we still uh haven't really resolved the idea that al qaeda runs afghanistan and uh, the bad guys run that whole part of the world 
And, uh, you know, again, if it's true, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but exactly. uh, I, I'm kind of with you. It's like, well, you know, I don't know if I believe it completely or not. Well, but that having been said, our situation in Kabul is no is no different. I I hope it's true, right? I hope it's true. I, right, I hope they right. got this guy because he deserves to die. But uh, I I don't believe um, our administration. I don't, I don't believe uh, Joe Biden's administration. Not one little bit. So you know, it, it, if we got him, that's a wonderful thing. If we didn't get him, uh, who knows? All I know is is that this administration has lied to us about other things. Why wouldn't they lie to us about this? I I don't have any idea. I don't have any empirical evidence. The experts believed he was killed in November of 2020. Uh, maybe he was taken out. But here's the deal as far as Joe is, is concerned. He doesn't get to break something like he did one year ago. We're coming up on the anniversary of Afghanistan. He doesn't uh. get to break it and then claim credit when somebody else fixes it. <laughs> <laughs> well, but that's his style, Yeah, man. of course it is. You know, I mean, when it's not when it's a problem, it's not his doing. But when there's a solution, it's everything about him. You know, I mean, it was Putin's gas hike for how long until he, you know, Joe emptied out our reserves and got the price dropped by like a quarter or something like that. And suddenly everybody's supposed to fall at his feet, thankful and grateful. You know, I, I it's bizarre. So I, I don't know, man. I mean, I, I, I'm with you. It's like maybe it's true, maybe it's not. But uh, if it is true, that's great. But, you know, it, it's kind of like popping a zit on a, <laughs> on a much bigger problem uh, in that whole region, which obviously after we pulled out was just swamped by bad guys. Well, so, you know, ISIS, Al-Qaeda, all of them. So, I, you know. Yeah. Well, and it's it's also a, a major distraction from everything else that's going on, right? So we have right. the worst inflation. we got 61% of Americans that are living paycheck to paycheck. America getting poorer, not richer. Um, We've we got all this going on. And all they're trying to do is lock this man up in the basement like they did during the 2020 campaign, 2019, 2020 campaign right. against Trump, trying to keep him out of sight and trying to get us to focus on everything other than what we're... In fact, I love this new narrative that's out there right now. ABC's all over this uh, today. And that is, hey, look at these gas prices, man. It's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, look how they're great. going down, and they're so low now. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I didn't feel that lowness when I was filling up my tank yesterday, man. So I, I don't... It, it's, it's surreal. It's really Orwellian to hear how upside down their reality is from what reality really is you know what i mean i mean pretty much everything that's actually going on they say it's the opposite okay the the economy is spinning down the toilet but hey man it's a great what a great economy we're, we're in a great transition to a great economy you know i mean you, i don't think either one of us has ever seen so much bull crap coming out of one single single administration in conjunction with the media i mean they're really just rewriting history on a daily basis. It's weird, man. Well, when it comes to the gas prices, they got the low information voter going along with them because they, well, have, yeah. they have essentially doubled. I won't say exactly doubled, but you know they've added uh, at least a buck and a half to a gallon of gasoline now. Uh, and people are very happy with it. Why? Because they drove it up to five dollars, and now right. that it's down to three sixty nine. Oh my God, this is so oh, good! Three sixty nine, yay! And so they added. You know, uh, again, I took a picture of the pump when Joe uh, Biden was inaugurated. A dollar fifty nine is what right. I paid. A buck fifty nine. So Think about that. It's gone from a buck fifty nine to three sixty nine, and people are happy about three sixty nine now. <laughs> well, I mean, I my wife and I were talking about this the other day about just how many low information people you encounter today it's it really is true people who really don't research what's going on and they they get their news in memes and 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 social media posts and they don't think any deeper about that so and and, and along with that comes this sort of collective memory loss like don't you remember when it was a buck 50 a gallon and you're happy about you know three forty nine or three fifty nine or something like that, simply because it was driven up to five dollars. And I guess I guess people don't. I guess the memory is, the memories of being energy independent are, are just uh, fading already with the moron crowd. But uh, it's you know what I mean. They, they, it's like don't you remember those well, two years ago? That's how they do it. I mean they do, they dry, they make you hurt so much, and then right. they ease the hurt back by fifty percent, and you're you're so happy to take it. All right, a quick break. More Wayne Ryman coming up on the other side. KTSa. Antonio's News, Traffic, and Weather Station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Uh, I know you got something. I, I just have to follow up on how I, we started the show. And that's the whole text.commercial about um, 
Look both ways when you cross the street. Oh, right, right, right. right. So a friend of mine just sent me this from the Herald Zeitung uh, up in uh, New Braunfels. TxDOT is hiring street teams to walk around with sandwich boards on to remind pedestrians why it's essential to follow the rules of the road. Over the next, <laughs> over the next few weeks, highly visible walking billboards will appear in high pedestrian traffic areas in cities across the state. Um, so basically, people, well, people don't know how to walk anymore, and now TxDOT figures they have to teach people how to. Walk. They're gonna have people in sandwich <laughs> boards walking around telling people how to freaking walk. <laughs> Are you serious? I'm serious. I'm serious. Well, I'm sick of it all. Man. So listen, TxDOT. <laughs> I don't want you spending money on that. Just fix I-35, will ya? Right, fix I-35, <laughs> man. Fix some potholes, for crying out loud. Oh, good lord. Sandwich boards. Like, you know, what? look both ways. Yes. Uh, mind the curb. Yes, yes. You know, look ahead, see where you are. You know, I guess maybe people do just stare at their phones way too much and walk it <sighs> in the crap. I don't know. But it seems kind of silly. Well... How that is the purview of TxDOT, I'll never know, but I, I, I will anyway. I don't know. Go ahead. Go <laughs> I ahead. guess walking Go. is a form of transportation. <laughs> uh, well, you know, uh, twelve. we got a new 12-step program I want to inform you about, Trey, okay. uh, because you you and I are both addicted to our white, white supremacy, and uh, the National Association for <laughs> Alcoholism and Drug Abuse, there's a, there's a, a, a group of counselors, okay, have published a guide uh, providing a 12-step program to recovering from white supremacy. <laughs> I'm serious. Uh, let's see. Uh, the guide argues that the heart of whiteness can be the feeling of isolation. Ah, okay. Relational intimacy in both the family and the community tends to be more surface level mm. and lacking in deep closeness, closeness and belonging. In other words, white people are just stupid, man. We, we're so stupid we shallow. can't even form relationships. We're shallow. Shallow. Uh, and the 12-step program is primarily uh, designed uh, by cisgender, straight white men or appropriated from communities of color and sold as a commodity. That's that whiteness, not the program itself, but yeah. whiteness itself. Right. You and I need a recovery program from our whiteness, Trey, yeah. so we can become better allies. Yeah. All right, and it, it it begins with you accepting that you have a problem. Right, okay, right, that's right, yeah. step number one. Is we both have to accept. So we have to sit around in a circle. I am powerless. I am powerless over my whiteness. And I and I stand up and I say, "Hi, I'm Trey, and I'm white." Hi, <laughs> I'm Trey, and I'm, I'm Sean, white, and I'm a honky. Uh, I'm so a honky. you guys don't like me because I'm white, and I don't like myself very much because I'm white. And it, only I'm if so I wasn't shallow. white, I wouldn't have a problem. Do I get a I, coin I'm, now? I'm so shallow and white, <laughs> ah. and I just want to be. I just want to be healthy again. Uh, you know what I'm I in, need? I'm in white recovery. <laughs> yeah, you know what I need? Twelve step. For, I need twelve step to get away from the stupidity that's out there right now. It's everywhere right. you turn. Stupidity. It's stupid. well. These aren't. Th these are stupid times. Oh they re this really is God. the age of the moron. You know what I mean? I mean, how shallow is is the idea of a twelve step program for whiteness? Yeah, it, it's really just, just a fancy way of uh, liberal idiots to be able to call white people stupid. Right. That's really what it all comes down. Pretty to. much, well, what a and, bunch of and you know, the white people, the, the the people who are calling white people stupid are white people again. Well, yes, white women yes. out in the suburbs, man. I'm talking about in the liberal cities of America, and they're the ones who gotta feel better about it. It's the Karens that are everywhere. I'm so well, just, it's just sick white of it. white liberals in general yeah. can be. Some of the most sanctimonious nah. and obnoxious Awful. human beings you'll ever meet. Awful. Because they're all about proving how non-racist they are and how non-phobic yeah. they are. Yeah. And uh, and one of the ways you do that is by saying, look, I'm white, and right. I know how much white people suck. Yeah. You know. Aren't um, I smart? <laughs> I, I want to say something about the Hondo City Council. You got it wrong last night. You got uh, it wrong yeah. last night. Um. Now, I, look, I, I don't want to come crashing down too heavy on the people of Uvalde because, you know, their hearts are raw right now and they're, they're you know, very <laughs> upset, obviously. Right. And we all are over what happened at the Robb Elementary School. Um, and, and what happened, I'm, I fully believe this, is that the uh, anti-gunners of the world 
came crashing down. We know they did, came crashing into Uvalde, and now they have convinced the people of Uvalde that it was the gun who did this, the gun's responsible, that the gun got itself in that truck, that the gun took itself to that school, that the gun killed those children and and those teachers, and the gun is to blame. And so uh, some friends of mine contacted me a couple of weeks ago. In fact, I was still on the cruise and said that uh, there's been a movement that's been formed down in in Uvalde and Hondo, that whole area over there, to go against gun ownership and to to really come out in favor of gun confiscation. And they're going to start with the Friends of NRA event, which was scheduled to be held this weekend. So they had an emergency meeting of the city council in Hondo last night. That's where it was supposed to be, the event this weekend, Friends of NRA. And they had an emergency meeting last night. And, oh, my God, we can't have the NRA here because somehow the NRA is responsible for those children dying. And we got to get them rid of them. And that's of what course. they did. That's what they voted for last night. Well, it's it's the the characterization of the NRA. It's just a bunch of gun nuts. And, and people who are anti anti NRA usually don't know much about the NRA because what's one of the biggest things the NRA spends their time doing? Teaching people about the proper legal usage of weapons. They educate people about guns. That's what they spend most of their time doing. In my opinion, uh, well, that's exactly uh, so what I, they do. <laughs> you know, th- this idea that they're just this this horrible. Because you know, again, when you meet your average moron or liberal, uh, you know, uh, uh, they they couldn't tell you what what the NRA even does. They just know that they're big gun people. They're big gun nuts. And guns are bad. You know, so I I I, I don't know what they feel they accomplished, but uh, uh, I, I don't think it was much as far as doing something about violence in America. Well, I mean, yeah, and their point about this was, well, we can't, it's too it's too close to you know what happened, and oh, it's really insensitive on. to have an NRA event. The NRA has been so demonized by the left and by the anti-gunners in this country, and now the anti-gunners and the left are taking advantage, in my view, of those people that are again, oh, yeah. you know, very raw emotionally over in Uvalde right now, and turned them against the NRA. And so the friends of NRA have been kicked out of Hondo. And I just got to say, Mayor and you guys at the city council, with the exception, I guess, one, uh, you got it wrong last night. That's just absolutely wrong. There is no connection, none whatsoever, that can be made between the NRA and what happened at that elementary school. None. Well, there isn't. There isn't. And if, and if they hadn't made a big deal out of it, the NRA, the friends of the NRA, would have come and gone and not even barely made the news. Right. You know, it's, it's like you, 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 you make the issue by bringing up the issue or coming up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, by making that connection, you're, you're putting something in people's minds that wouldn't, been, wouldn't have been there if you hadn't put it there. Right. So had they just been, been quiet and let them come and go, nobody would have even known, really. That's exactly right. <laughs> Great point. You know? All right, well, we'll take a quick break for the bottom of the hour. Come back. More Warren Ryman coming up for you. <laughs> About uh, 2009, I remember it well. Alan Townsend came to me, and he said, I'm going to leave Brand X, and I'm going to start my own water softening company. I said, sell me one. And it was the very first one, and I love it. Uh, I absolutely love Alamo Water Softeners, what they're doing now for whole home protection. It's about protecting your family. Now, they started out with their water softeners, and they still make the best and sell the best water softener you're going to find anywhere. That helps protect all of your water-bearing appliances at your home, helps your clothes live longer, your hair softer, you're going to use less soap. All those great advantages of having soft water in, in a place that has the hardest water in America, and that's right here in Central and South Texas. So not only that, though, they can now purify your water, getting those impurities out. You know, that water travels through all those pipes. You have no idea what's down in there, and it's whole home protection from Alamo Water Softeners now. Here's what you do. Make an online appointment, alamowatersofteners.com. One of the Alamo Water Softeners whole home specialists will come out and show you their premium bundle pricing now through August all the way through the month on their high-efficiency advanced technology, complete whole home coverage. That, my friend, is protection for your entire family from Alamo Water Softeners at alamowatersofteners.com. 737 now, KTSA with Ware and Rima, Trey Ware, Sean Rima here. What's going on with you, man? What you got? Well, you know, I know you <clears throat> just got back from vacation, all right? But uh, uh, next year, I think you and I ought to make it a point to go out to San Francisco because every year they have uh, their kink and fetish sex festival. Yep. And it's called the, the Up Your Alley Festival. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, this year, uh, in it, where people do masochistic, masochism and, you know, domination and stuff in the streets mm-hmm. uh, when they're, you know, dodging the hobo crap, uh, the piles of hobo crap. 
And uh, this year they're they're very concerned about monkeypox, and so they made sure they kept all of the tents and the kiosks at least six feet apart because apparently monkeypox can leap. So as long as you... oh it can all right <laughs> oh it sure can leap <laughs> yeah. <And> all... <laughs> you have to be connected but it can leap all right it can leap all right <laughs> you gotta but, be connected uh, just, they don't want people quote smooshing together so smooshing. they're making sure everybody is uh, at least six feet apart uh-huh. uh and they're only uh, allowing uh, uh, professional fetishists. Right, right. To, uh, no to amateurs. In, no amateurs. No amateur fetishists. I agree with that. Just professionals uh, right. doing the paddling there. Leave it uh, to the, the pros. Francisco. They know what they're doing. Up your alley festival. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they have chicken on a stick there. Do you think they have been doing this now forever in in San Francisco? And they have you know out and out sex right in the streets. I mean, it's, it's Rock you, on. You, you can see right. it in in uh, there's videos on, online if you if you care to see this stuff. But see, see, here's here's why this is a story this year. Uh, and that is, they had declared a couple of weeks ago, the mayor of San Francisco, monkeypox is a disaster, it's a, it's right. a disaster zone, we got to have a disaster declaration, it's a disaster. And just yesterday, Gavin Newsom, the governor of California, declared, monkeypox oh, monkey is a disaster, disaster, disaster. It's a huge, it's a, it's, it's a uh, crisis, right? right it's right, an emergency, right. a health it's emergency. emergency. Health emergency. Right. Monkeypox. And, and so they, they had this thing uh, this past Sunday, and, you know, they just wanted to make a big deal out of what, whatever. But so uh, now monkeypox is the latest thing we have to worry about, although primarily it is, a, it, is, it is quarantined, if you will, to the gay sex life. And that's, that's the facts, right? There. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's the reality of that's it. That's reality. You know, I, I, but my question really was more, how come nobody ever told me in high school, like the guidance counselor never said, that professional fetishist was like something you could uh, you could pursue? Oh, it just, sure. It never came. Is there, are there like trade schools for that? Oh, sure. You know, is that something you oh, can learn absolutely. about online? Books and everything else. Do, does it re- do you require a license to be a, a professional some, fetishist? Some do. Some are licensed. <laughs> absolutely. Licensed. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. You can learn all that stuff. There's books and books and videos and everything else av- available out there you can go to conferences all over the country for this kind of thing well i'm just saying that you know i i was presented with hey go to college or uh-huh. join the military well, you had the wrong counselors at school obviously but nobody ever said hey how do you feel about leather how do you feel about you sure. know ball gags you know let's uh let's uh let's oh, talk God. about this did you just say ball gags yeah you okay. know what i mean when they put the ball in i know exactly what you mean uh, you yeah. do well, of course i do <laughs> I have friends that made me watch Fifty Shades, and that was the stupidest movie I ever saw in my oh, life. That God, was so that dumb. Well, the book was even worse, oh. so there you go. <laughs> All right, another $550 million in military aid being sent to Ukraine. Right. No oversight, no accountability. Right. And, Sean, I'm going to keep bringing it up because Joe Biden said indefinitely. He meant indefinitely. Last week it was $270 million. The week before that it was $1.7 billion for health care workers over there. This week it's $550 million. What he's doing by emptying a million barrels a day out of the petroleum reserve and giving our petroleum reserves to china what he's doing there is absolutely i I think high crimes and misdemeanors he's also emptying out our military reserves by sending more and more high mars rocket systems more 155 millimeter artillery ammunition anti-tank javelin missiles anti-aircraft stinger missiles drones thousands of small arms he's dumping everything that we got there into ukraine and there's nobody but nobody overseeing what he's doing there's no congressional oversight no oversight by anybody well that's the part that really bothers me because we have no idea what they're doing with the money we have no idea where where the arms are going uh i i i received a message from a guy i don't know a few months ago saying uh that he had been over there and uh they they have no idea where where the munitions are actually going nobody has nobody really knows where they are or how they're being used and uh, the fact that there's no accountability for the money, I mean, we're sending crap loads of money over there. Billions. And we have no idea how it's being spent. And and, and this is just an open tab. You know, and uh, I kind of lost it for, for Ukraine, frankly, when he started started cracking on, on Americans, uh, you know, being upset about gas prices. You know what I mean? And, and uh, oh, poor you. You know, I'm fighting for my life. I'm like, we're sending you billions of dollars every week, it seems. 
What are you complaining? Really, and Americans are upset because they have to pay a little bit more at the pump, and he's cracking on us for that. I, you know, it's the open bar tab part of it that I can't stand. Well, and how, 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 how long is this going to go on? That, you know, indefinitely, uh, according to Joe Biden. See, and here's the thing about Ukraine. You have to, everybody really must watch the the uh, uh, documentary. Uh, what's the great director who did, uh, oh, God, oh, shoot. I can't remember. He did, he did, the, he did the, um, the documentary on Ukraine and what's going on. I'll, I'll think of it right. here in a minute. Anyway, Oliver Stone, Oliver Stone. Oliver Stone. Now, oh, right, right, right. Okay, now, Oliver Stone is far left in his politics, and I don't agree with his politics. But this documentary on Ukraine goes back and shows the corruption of Ukraine, the people who have been involved in the corruption of Ukraine, and that includes Hunter Biden, by the way, with Burisma, Joe Biden going over there and getting people fired who were investigating Hunter Biden and all that stuff. The stuff that's been going on in Ukraine now forever has been just totally corrupt. And if our uh, Congress has any kind of oversight at all, it should be overseeing where our billions of dollars are going. But because the Democrats are in charge of Congress, they're not looking into this at all, period. They're not. And, uh, you know, again, uh, uh, how long? You know, I, I was on board at the beginning, you know, when this thing first broke. I think a lot of people were. Uh, you know, because uh, uh, Zelensky was a very charismatic guy, and uh, uh, the, the 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 invasion was so fast. But you know, with the passage of time, we're it, we're just sending them money over and over and over again. I mean, is the situation improving at all? Do we even know? Do we know if what we're sending them is actually doing any good? We have no idea. And I, I don't really understand. Well, I guess I do understand the obsession with just you know uh, sending stuff over there. I guess uh, he's trying to. Uh, uh, enrich friends, perhaps uh, around the corner. Uh, maybe hunters involved somehow. I don't know, but uh, the fact is that we don't know, and that's what bothers me. I no mean, oversight. There's no. We no have oversight. no idea. So they could be blowing it on Slurpees at the Seven Eleven. We have we have no idea. Well, I mean, they're sending munitions, but there's nobody. You know, there's nobody going to Congress and saying Ukraine has requested another. You know, forty-seven javelins <laughs> right. and another high. You know, six high Mars and all that. There's nobody going and doing that. He's just acting as a king and going, okay, let me send some more high Mars over there. Well, how many high Mars right. do we have and do we own? See, that's that's why you have know. to have oversight to make sure we're he's not emptying out our own reserves and putting us at risk, which I believe he's doing. I believe that well, is the I, plan, I and I believe that's what he's doing right now with our oil, with our energy resources, with our land and our farmland in particular, and, of course, with this. I think he's just totally destroying the whole thing. This country cannot survive <laughs> this this path we're on, man. It, we really cannot. So uh, hopefully uh, uh, we make it happen in November and get some balance back because uh, we're heading towards a brick wall, man. We really are. Really fast. <laughs> yeah. Very, well, yes, and they're gunning the engine. Yeah, right, right. right. <laughs> Good way of putting it. Okay, quick break. More Wear Rima coming up at Lifestyles Unlimited. You talk about gunning the engine of your economy for your family and your household. Lifestyles Unlimited will teach you how to do that. You know, uh, real estate's always going to be a good bet because people will always need a place to live so when the stock market is all over the place and up and down and you're concerned because you've got all your 401k or whatever in the stock market oh you don't have to play that game anymore what you do is you check with our friends at lifestyles unlimited at financialfreedomlivestream.com and that's where you're going to learn the ins and outs of investing in real estate, both single-family and multifamily properties, how you begin right away making money by investing in real estate. And when you log on to FinancialFreedomLivestream.com, make sure you use my name, use your promo code, that's WARE, W-A-R-E, because that opens up all kinds of discounts to you. But they can put you on a path to retirement in five years or less. That's FinancialFreedomLivestream.com. Your promo code is WARE, W-A-R-E. All right, it's 7.51 now at KTSA, and that means it's time to find out what day it is, Mr. Ryan. Oh, my God, it's so thrilling. There's such <laughs> thrilling holidays today, No man. sarcasm in that voice is. at all. Guess what day it <laughs> is. No. Huh? Anybody? Ooh, okay. Um, well, it's Dinosaur's Day. Oh, uh, okay. So, go find a dinosaur and love on it. <laughs> Good luck with that. Yeah. Uh, it's ice cream ice cream sandwich day. We're gonna talk about ice cream in a second. So, good. Are we are okay. Yeah. I actually like ice cream sandwiches. I, I think those are good. 
Uh, let's see. It's uh, This is my favorite. This is so thrilling. Uh, uh, National Coloring Book Day. Oh, that's great. Love coloring books. You love you know adults are into that now. Yeah. Adults buy coloring coloring books Absolutely. and they color. Absolutely, yes. You don't think it's a little weird? No, as adults coloring in a coloring book. No, not at all. Do you color? Do you do you buy coloring no, books? No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's become it's become therapeutic yes. for the adults and lowers blood pressure. There you calms go. Calms them down. Mm-hmm. I got high blood. I got high blood pressure, and I think it would just it would just stress me out trying to keep <laughs> trying the lines. to stay in the lines. Yes. You know, and uh, finally, it's International Clown Week. Uh, so um, go find a clown and uh, do loving things to the clown. Are you uh, nice uh, are you clown. freaked out by clowns? No, my wife is, though. Well, well Syria I, I, we is work extremely... with a guy here who is. We do. Oh, really? Oh, and he he absolutely, if you do anything, you know, even like one day, I, I don't know why it was, I guess it was around Halloween or something, and it was up on a computer screen here, and he actually walked into the studio and panicked. He had a panic attack. It's awful. When, when who you, is it? You, uh, I, 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 I'm going to tell you right now, it's not fair to him or her or they I want to know. I want to know. I'll tell you later. All right. I'll, I'll let you know, but I, it's not just it's it's just one of those things that people have. Now, I, I, you know, drunk clowns at the uh, at the Shriner Circus. That's another thing altogether. Because <laughs> they scare the hell out of me <laughs> with a cigarette. Hey, bozo, I'll oh, kick your ass. Oh anyway, man. Um, well, you know what? It, my wife says that what it is. Uh, it, actually, I had a brother who was the same way. Uh, it's you can It's weird to her that you can't see someone's face. That's what freaks her out. That you oh, well, then it must be the same with the, with the guy that wears the ski mask at Halloween and all that kind of stuff. Or Halloween, right. all well, together. It's also, well, it's also creepy, she says. You know, yeah. this clown so, makeup Halloween. itself is creepy. Okay, so who eats light ice cream and what is the point of light ice cream? I just want to know. I just Somebody please tell me. There's none of that crap in my house. That's I'll tell good. you that right That's now. Me either, man. Because what is the point, you know? So Don Morgan has this story in the news today that HEB is recalling their light cookies and cream. And I'm thinking, uh, hold on just a minute. What is the point? Why, why are you eating light ice cream in the first place? Why does light ice cream even exist? It shouldn't even well, be a and, real and, thing. And, <laughs> and how stinking light can it possibly be, man? I well, mean, you're, you're, you are talking about ice cream and, and Oreo cookies. Right. Right? I yeah. mean, how light can that, what, a little less sugar? It doesn't make any sense to me. It's kind of like drinking decaf coffee, which right. I've never understood, you know, or near beer or something like that. You know, exactly. just, if you're going to eat ice cream, man, eat the fatty ice cream. So that's a good point about the O'Doul's. Why would you want that crap? I mean, you know, make sure it's got a little alcohol content in it, man. Well, just, I just say uh, that there's, there's no point to it. I mean, right. a lot of folks drink it because they say they like the taste of beer. but uh, you No, know, you don't. No, booze, no, you nobody don't. Nobody does that. <laughs> Well, it's it's kind of the same with coffee. Like I'm not going to sit here and sip a cup of coffee without a without a, a shot of caffeine in there. Got to have a buzz. It's the most horrible sound. It's the most horrible tasting crap on the face of the earth. Sometimes. <laughs> well, you <know? laughs> well, you know how I like I, I like my coffee stiff and black, and I drink it that way every day. And I do, man. It's the greatest stiff stuff in black. the world. I do, and I mean it's stiff it's, and black. Huh? Uh-huh. It's got to be yeah. harsh. It's got to have a bitterness to it, like it was just drained out of the crankcase of a car. That's how it's got to look. Well, that's but that's but see, that's that's radio coffee. Radio coffee yes. is classically horrible, and it should be. Yeah. Okay, it's what keeps everybody awake. Yeah, okay, radio people need crappy tasting coffee, a steady flow of it, man. Nancy but, Nancy buys that wussified, like you know, it's got a smell like French vanilla crap. Uh, right. Yeah. yeah. Hazelnut. Uh, no. Yeah, and then and then pours crap in there to to Ugh. sweeten it up even more. And I'm like, no. what are you doing? The, you, you you need some hair on your chest. And when you when you drink you straight just, you up tell stiff, Nancy she needs hair on her chest. Well, what are just, you talking about? I, that when you drink stiff black coffee, you get hair on stiff your chest. Stiff black. You get hair on your chest, and you drink stiff black coffee. That's the whole point. <sighs> Well, I, I I got hair on my chest, but I don't drink this. I don't I don't drink the stiff black coffee anymore. Uh, yeah, this just sounds wrong, man. This just sounds wrong on so many different <laughs> Don, levels. On Morgan, and we're just going on. And on. what's is Morgan laughing? No, is he, no, is no, his no. Head he's turning a, red. You no, know, he's 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 chasing a news story right now. He's a kickback oh, on okay. the phone. But he, I wonder if he likes stiff black coffee. You know, Don, you like stiff black coffee? He yeah, uh, he actually told me yesterday. That he had somebody ask how much coffee I drink in the mornings. <laughs> right. He was out somewhere, and somebody said, hey, uh, you work with Ware, right? And uh, he said, yeah. And uh, they said, well, how much coffee do you think he drinks in the morning? <laughs> Only one cup, you have, a, you have a 
You only one cup is all. Well, you fill, don't you have like a travel cup you fill up and, and you kind of sip on that all day. Yeah, it's a four gallon cup, but I mean it's only one <laughs> cup. You should just do lines of Folgers crystals. You should just cut up some Folgers crystals and just snort snort them. You'll, it'll go. It'll go quick. I'm not advocating anybody snort Folgers crystals. I'm just saying for Trey here. Yeah. Then it goes right into your bloodstream. How do you, you know, know I right? don't? You don't Huh? How do you, you know you I cut, don't? You cutting lines of, uh, of Folgers there in the middle of the night, aren't you? You, you never know. You never know what I might be doing. Uh, I might, I might, I might have been in San Francisco last weekend. You don't know. Oh, no. uh, so the uh, city council is going to vote today at one o'clock right. to ignore the Texas fetal heartbeat law. We'll talk about that. And Bowser and Adams get invited to Texas. They ain't coming. We'll talk about that more. More where and Rima coming up. KTSA. Rima seven till nine. News Talk five fifty KTSA and FM one zero seven one. Trey Ware, Sean Rima, right here. KTSA. Thanks for listening. Appreciate you being here. I don't know. Uh, have Have you heard this commercial about city council? And yes, yes, I have. have, have yes. Um, so there's. I guess they're supposed to vote on that at like one o'clock or something. Yep, one o'clock today. Uh. And basically, what this does, this is a thing that the one of the liberal progressives on city. Well, wait a minute, they all are except for Clayton. Uh, except for you, Clayton. <laughs> <laughs> You're the only one with any sense. That's it. And uh, they came up with this deal to um, to basically what it's going to do is just ignore the Texas fetal heartbeat law, which they have become well versed at doing in city government in San Antonio. Let them go, Joe. The DA says he's not going to prosecute if anybody you know ignores the law and carries on and does whatever the hell they want do uh, we had you know years ago the police chief uh, ignore the texas law apparently about the uh, the whole thing of uh, of uh, illegal aliens being here and and uh, that cost right. the city 400 grand to settle that case with the state apparently so now the city council's got to vote to officially say well you know we're not going to use our resources to to advance the texas fetal heartbeat law if you want to break the law get after it have at it you know yeah but we're, we're talking about though abortion clinics though right i mean it's 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 a different creature than somebody coming across the border i mean this is a medical procedure oh, yeah how do you just allow that to continue against state law exactly that's the what question. I don't, that's what i don't understand how they can legally do that they can't but they're going to <laughs> that is the point oh there's there's the yeah right <laughs> so, because you know if you're a if you're a doctor a physician and you perform abortions you you have to have all kinds of other certification to be able to do that right and you have to maintain a clinic to to do the abortions so I, I just don't I don't know how you flout that in 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 uh, violation of state law. It's it's a, it's a, it's one thing. In other words, it's one thing to just let a bunch of uh, illegal aliens go, but it's another thing to say we're going to keep uh, issuing licenses uh, for you know for whatever well, uh, certification you need for an abortion. Well, clinic. but but it's not. It, it pretty much is the same thing because remember before that incident over at Splashdown, the state had passed a law saying you must cooperate. Sanctuary cities are not right. allowed, and you must cooperate with the feds when you encounter illegal aliens. That was the Texas state law as it was passed. So, I mean, it was just, again, ignoring what the Texas legislature right. had passed. And, you know, here's the deal. If there's nobody going to be there to hold the city council to account, the city council is going to say we're not going to use our resources to prosecute anybody. Well, who's going to stop us is is their attitude. That's why Democrats and, and progressives and liberals, they don't believe in democracy or rule following. No, to hell with the rules. Not. Yeah, to hell with them. You know, that's their no, attitude. I mean, the, 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 the ends justify the means. Right. Uh, you know, your your democracy uh, doesn't mean much. We wipe our butts with democracy when we need to. So we don't like a law at the state level. Well, we're just not going to follow it. Correct. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> That's essentially well, what it, this does. And it's all political, too, because then you can claim it, right? Well, I fought for abortion rights in uh, in Texas, you know, and blah, blah, blah. It's obnoxious, man. Well, it is the whole point. I mean, the whole yeah. point here is to rile up your base, to make your base yeah. feel good about you, so that Nirenberg can go to the far left pro-abortion people and say, "Right, look what I did. I stood up. I listen. I stood. I stood against waffle fries, and I stood up for abortion. So uh, reelect me." That, you that's know? that's what it is. It's that's just what it claiming is. rights. It's yeah. claiming rights. Yeah, and they and they figure if they get sued, they'll just pay it off. You know, because oh yeah. And, and the th but the thing is, you and I will end up paying that off. Of course, we do. <laughs> the the tax. Taxpayers are the ones who always pay the bill. See, that's right. the thing, you know, kind of segging into the Manchin thing, right? Joe Manchin and Chuck Schumer, they get together, they come up with 
a Build Back Better light, which all this does is tax the American people, and they turn around and they give it to the companies doing the Green New Steel, which are all happen to be friends of all those lefty Democrats, right? Right, That own right. The, the companies in China, makes every solar panel that's sold in America. So this is greasing the palms of the people who grease their palms and all that stuff. So they are saying there's no tax increase in this. We're only closing loopholes and increasing taxes on businesses. Wrong. There's 700 million new tax dollars that are going to be extracted out of the American people. The American workers, you and me, are the only ones that pay taxes. Businesses don't pay taxes. They collect them. Look on the receipt. Look on the right, receipt. Right, right. absolutely. Well, you know, uh, this, this shows how much they care about you and me. Okay, we're in a recession now, officially, and this is when they're going to raise taxes, basically, and 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 bring the hammer down on on small and medium sized businesses. Really, it's a you know I'm not an economic genius, but I know that you don't spend more money and squeeze more money out of people when they're already suffering in a recession. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean we're 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 already getting robbed, and you're going to rob us again. Uh, so I, I, I don't know. Again, it kind of goes back to November, and I don't know how this, this, this country continues to survive like this. This is a multi-billion-dollar package, uh, and uh, and you're right. It, it, it goes to uh, uh, some of these companies that build these electric cars. They want to increase electric car production uh, with this bill uh, in a country that doesn't have the infrastructure to even support those things. But the companies are going to get more money <laughs> to increase production. Uh-huh. So, you know, that that sounds kind of like, you know, uh, helping a, a brother out around sure. the corner there. Absolutely. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, we'll pass this and we'll get you guys some money. Well, as long as you don't say spaz. Do not say Don't that say word. spaz. Don't say it. Don't you say know, it. I was going to bring that. I, I just, I got that story up here, you know. I mean, that, that, this is getting stupid. Well, Who it's beyond well, stupid. It's, it's, you know, it's just ridiculous. Particularly when you consider the song that they're talking about. This is Beyonce's new song. And she uses the word spaz in the song a couple of times. Oh, I'm so sorry. And and what's her name? Lizzo had to do the same thing. She said, as a fat black woman in America, I know that I overstand the power of words. I overstand the power of words. Overstand. Okay. You you overstand the power of words by making new ones up. That's, That's great spaz there i said it on the radio spaz well, spaz spaz here's the deal it's an you know they got like a couple they got some complaints it's an ableist slur oh yeah oh yeah that's what they say but if you listen to the song right it's got profanity throughout the oh, song I'm sure oh, she yeah. threatens to cut off a man's private parts she, right she assaults random strangers the lyrics of the song and to top it all off the N-word is all throughout the song, but all that's okay. It's the, the you can't have the word spaz. <laughs> you could say N-word all day. You could have the N-word every other word. You could say, I'm going to chop off the man's you-know-what. Right. And she doesn't say spaz. private parts, by the way. She doesn't say right. private parts. But, you know, I, I'm so sorry I let a spaz fly <laughs> in, my, in my song. It's just stupid, man. I don't know, man. You know, Lizzo and Beyonce, you know, they might start a new trend of people re-recording their songs that are, have offensive, you know, know moments in them or whatever i know i'm gonna sleep a lot better tonight knowing that they handled this problem before it got out of, and, it got and, out of line and i'm not I'm for so i'm not for you know offensive language in music or whatever that's up to you you know I am. We, well <laughs> no here's the thing it's it, no i'm up to I, I am for freedom and if people choose right. to put that in their songs and listen to it that's their business that's what living in a free country is all about i'm just number one sick and tired of all this canceling crap that's going on and number two sick and tired of the hypocrisy she's got a song that's full of the n-word and that's okay you know because she's black and she can say it so that's okay right. but you can't say the word spaz I mean, no it's, it, it, it's 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 silly <laughs> it, it really is silly and you know and i, I this always gets me because i'm an I, I consider myself an artist and a writer and all that and and the the creative community in this country are some of the most close-minded uh, self-oppressing human beings you'd ever want to meet. You, you, the, the one community that should be, you know, most obsessed with freedom 
to say what I want to say, to sing what I want to sing, to make a movie about what I want to make a movie about, to write a book about what I want to write a book about. And yet, man, they are. They they are so close-minded when it comes to stuff like this. It's just pathetic. And it, it, is, it is deeply hypocritical, and it's sad. Well, you know, and I grew up, as you well know, gigging. I mean, I played music in some of the best and worst places anywhere. <laughs> I played with some of the big right. names that are out there today that make millions of dollars, and I didn't pursue that career. And Nancy often asked me, why didn't you pursue that career? But, right. you know... I, right. And I'm the same way. I'm like, you know, you should have the freedom to do that if you so choose. It never, it was never a part of my gig or whatever. You know, I, I, I didn't do that. But if you want to do that, that's fine. But the stupidity and the hypocrisy of it is just out of control now. I mean, you know, right. it's just stupid. Oh, well, it is. It's just yeah, yeah. And, 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 you know, even moreover, moreover, who are the people that truly get offended by that one word? You know what I mean? Who, to, to the extent, you know what it is. It, it, people love to be outraged. Sure, oh, people yeah. want to be outraged. People want to be be offended because when you're offense, when you're offended and you're outraged, it means somehow you're the smartest person in the world. You figured out what people need to be bothered by. But here's the deal: they're not even outraged or offended by the stuff that matters because that no. doesn't matter. What Beyonce does on a song has it, it is not worthy of offense. What is worthy of offense is what this administration is doing, the things that we point out every day, how they are right. destroying the United States of America, <laughs> Nobody cares st- stealing from you, stealing your riches, selling it off to China, selling it off to Bill Gates, selling off your oil reserves, doing everything that they're doing. You're not getting outraged about that, but my God, she can say spaz in a song, and boy, well, but, am I but, freaked out. Wow. Life, but life must be pretty good for you if your biggest concern is whether or not the word spaz is offensive if that's the if that's your mission in life is to get that word removed you've got a pretty good life i'm just saying if that's all you have to concern yourself with so you know whatever man i i don't mean to spaz out on the air but this is just uh right. a, it, it's beyond silly yeah it really is all right quick break more wearing rhyme coming up ktsa on news talk 550 ktsa and fm 1071 uh most time and it just cut off. So there you go. Have to try it again. 822 now, 550 KTSA FM 1071. It's where and Rima here on KTSA. Violent crime, including murder, is surging in beloved and unexpected U.S. cities. As you've got these uh, DAs all across America who are, you know, just letting them out, let them go, letting the, letting the bad guys run free. Uh, and George Soros wrote a piece for the Wall Street Journal saying, I, you know, we, I, I defend this. This is a fine thing to have happen. Okay, so uh, the name is, uh, is Big Trouble, but he's not. Clayton Perry, my friend, is, <laughs> is on the phone. The Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. And uh, I'll, I'll explain to Big Trouble a little bit later on. So, Clayton, tell us, tell us about this resolution here, this abortion resolution. Well, thanks for having me, and uh, thanks Thanks for uh, letting me talk a little bit about this. But, uh, yeah, the resolution itself is not worth the paper that it's written on. What I see <laughs> this is, is uh, it's, not a, it's not a community uniter. It's a divider. And that's exactly what's happening here again on another, another special interest item that um, is being generated that's going to create ill will between neighbors here in the city. And it doesn't need to be done because... The city has absolutely nothing to do with this. It's all at the state level. And basically, if, if they want changes here in the state, they need to vote those changes in uh, or move to another state. That's, that's, that's all I have to say about it. it it's, 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 not, it's not worth it, uh, but it's something to stir up trouble here in town on something that's completely out of our hands. Now, one portion of this resolution talks about uh, supporting the DA and him not, um, you know, enforcing the law. Let him go, Joe. Is, 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 yeah, which is beyond me. I mean, uh, he took the same oath of office that I did to support and uphold the Constitution, the laws of this state. And uh, for him to say, well, I'm not, I'm going to pick and choose which laws I want to uh, enforce is just really, really uh, nuts in my book. Well, they do it all the time. Uh, hey, That's how they operate. Yeah. We do it all the time. Yeah, yeah, and so that's what's in this resolution as well, and that 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 just really irks me. All it does is give these people say. the ability to go back to their far left liberal base and say, "I kept waffle fries out of the airport, and I kept uh, I kept abortion going into in San Antonio." That's all this is for. 
Yep. And, um, you know, it, it's it's going to pass. There, there was... Uh, yeah. There was that, well, yeah. <laughs> there, yeah. There were seven people when this was announced on the City Hall steps. So, you know, they're all going to support this. And, and uh, uh, I'm hoping that several folks vote against this this thing that it's not a unanimous decision here on city council so uh i can tell you uh i'll be one of them that says no to it to begin with and and uh, so it won't be unanimous however you look at it but i'm hoping that a couple other folks come along with me but uh yeah uh, just okay. another something to drive a wedge here in the community well, of course got to have that man you got to got to divide and conquer go ahead sean you got a question what just what does it actually do? Does it actually instruct the DA not to prosecute uh, uh, people who are providing abortions? No, it doesn't instruct them. What it says is they support the DA not doing this. Right. Oh, so okay. It, it like I said, it, it just basically the ignores the law, the Texas law. It just says we're well, going to ignore yeah. it. Yeah. 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 It doesn't really, but you're right, it, it really doesn't do anything. Right. It, it, it's just we, if he doesn't want to prosecute somebody doing abortions, we'll support him. Now, I can tell you this, that if the city does further actions based on this to uh, kind of follow Austin in this Grace Grace Act, that kind of thing, I guarantee you the, the state's going to come down heavy and start uh, suing uh, all these local authorities for not following the law. And, and San Antonio will be one uh, of them. They have to pay it off, the 400 oh, yeah. grand, to oh, yeah. cover we'll the, the chief on the illegal immigration thing. This is going to be another one of those things eventually as well. But basically it says you're not going to use city resources to prosecute anybody and your support. Uh, Joe, let him go, Joe, for this as well. I, you know, we, we have a we, we have another question for you too, Clayton. That's kind of overarching over all sure. of this too, and that is: yeah. Is San Antonio a lost cause to the far left socialists? And when, when you only have when ninety percent of the people don't turn out and vote in San Antonio, this is what you end up with. And you look up there on that uh, dais with you, and down the line, and they are the far leftists of lefty crazy progressives I've ever seen in my life. Is San Antonio lost. Is it Austin South now? Well, right now, I would say yes. I mean, we got two self-avowed socialists on council right now, mm, and right. Uh, I would say yes. But I'm hoping that this next election, come May of next year, that people will wake up and show up to the polls and uh, want to see that change that is necessary to put this city back on the right track. And, and a lot of that is leadership, and we're sorely lacking of leadership here in this, this city. And uh, that, that's one of my big issues with what's going on right now. So, yeah, hopefully this uh, next May we'll, we'll see some uh, uh, turnarounds to uh, get this city back on the right track, and I'm going to certainly be one of those trying to do that. Okay. Very good. Well, well, maybe this will galvanize people more towards that effect. Maybe people will see this, you know, because everybody knows about it. We're making a big stink about it, which is great. Maybe this will upset people enough that they will turn out. Uh, and maybe this will be the uh, the one thing that uh, really uh, inspires people to to make that change. We'll see. Absolutely, that's what I'm hoping and praying for. All right, yep. more big trouble time. Thank you, Clayton Perry. Appreciate it. <laughs> Y'all take care. Thank you very Thanks, much. Man. Appreciate it. <laughs> Somebody tells me there's a boat named that somewhere. And, uh, <laughs> so. Anyway, uh, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back. More wearing rhyme in the next half hour for you here on KTSA. Earlier today at 6.50 this morning, Wes Bunch, the CEO of Bridgehead IT, joined me, and we talked about or he.